What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Sports Minorities Podcast. You're home for not-so-expert analysis, shit-talking, and some wild and craziness in the world at the NFL. And if my voice sounds weird, it's because I'm dealing with something, but it's, it's sounding a little better, I guess. I'm your host and resident Titans fan, JC. Joining me this week, and as always, are... Uh, second week Niners fan. I came back. We're going to do this. We're taking it mm-hmm. all day. Who is you? Nori, New York Giants fan. Go sports. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, trifecta. We've already won three. I'm good. Sports is me. Later, guys. DJ here, resident Cowboys fan. Looking forward to seeing how many other college coaches leave to go to other teams because money is the most important thing, period, point blank, the end. What's the over-under? <sighs> Shit, that's a good question. Are we counting the ones that have already moved, or are we saying uh, uh, new ones? No, definitely new ones because we can't count the ones that have already gone. I'm going to say the over-under is four. I, I'm going to go three. Okay. Dang. All right, so we're taking the under. I'm going to yeah. take the over. Uh, I'm taking the over. I'm taking over three. We'll, we'll talk a little bit on that with college side of things, but as always, we are running our season-long NFL pick'em game here, um, and the results went a little bit crazy week 12. We're going to talk about week 12. We'll talk about these coaching changes in the world of college football, and then we'll be making our predictions for week 13, and I will be providing the bi-week report card for the Tennessee Titans, who have finally gotten to the bye. I'm, I hate these late buys, I swear to God. Uh, starting with how we did with week 12 on our picks, uh, I finished first 11 and four chicken wing at 10 and five. And then DJ Nori and Rob went seven and eight. So overall it's, uh, still anyone's game mathematically. Uh, chicken wing has the most picks at 110. I'm in second at 109. DJ at 106 and third Nori in fourth at 100 and Rob in fifth at 95. So my only hope is JC. <laughs> Listen, JC saved y'all for me winning every week in November. Be happy with that. All right. Yeah, it was difficult, but I did change my pick before the New England Tennessee game to have the Patriots win. So I don't know if you guys yeah. realize I did that. So, I did. Yeah, because yeah, I was talking shit about you. I was like, I'm like, didn't that fucker pick fucking Tennessee? What's I he doing, did. JC? And then AJ Brown went on IR. Yep, and then I checked the weather forecast and said, "Oh, there's snow. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. an easy change." Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. that's an easy change. Yeah. Um, uh, thoughts on week twelve? Um, I can start this off by first by saying uh, Dallas is in trouble. That's something is just not right with that team, uh, especially when they don't have the run game going. Uh, as far as Tennessee themselves, hey, they look great for the first half, and then after that, it was just. Couldn't, couldn't keep up with New England with all the injuries. Um, I'll talk a bit more about that on the Byron Report card uh, later. But the main thing with Tennessee right now is that there's four pillars to that team. You got Tannehill, Henry, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones. If we got at least half of them, we got a shot. But if three of them are down, there's just no way. And uh, the fact that three of those four are on IR right now is a bit scary. So, uh, Thankful we're still in first place. I'll get to more of that later. Uh, surprises for me. Uh, Denver and the Chargers can't get a hold on either one of those teams at this point, especially Denver. Uh, are they good or they bad? I have no idea. And the Rams, believe it or not, have not won a game since, I believe they haven't won a game since the Von Miller and the uh, Odell Beckham Jr. acquisitions. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're three. Yeah, you're know. right. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Insane. Chicken Wing, your thoughts on Week Twelve? Uh, in the infamous words of a Dallas fan, "Oh my goodness. I regret nothing." Okay. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> off. <laughs> you copy your brother now? Like, listen, listen. I gave him credit. Okay, I gave him credit first before I. Did you create him. something on your own? 
I, I think <laughs> and it's, it's it's dark, so that's not. So yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah, you, know what? yeah you're right. You're, you're right. Can, Go ahead and yeah. steal everybody else's. No, no, no you're good. Thank you're good, you. You're good. <laughs> so, in in all seriousness, um, no, like all the games I picked were all you know educated guesses. Some of them, I kind of. I'm now starting to see the Carolina beatdown that happened. Uh, yeah, yeah, about shit. That. Um, I can. I can. But my biggest surprise is not the pick, but how they won, with, which was Green Bay. Like, how they just controlled L.A.'s front four on defense. And how, you know, Aaron Donald, Vaughn Miller barely touched Rodgers that whole game. You know, they handled it. And this was at, this was at Lambo, so obviously you know you got that mm-hmm. to deal with. But on top of that, no, I the games went the which switch the way that I thought they went. And I'm I want to give a shout out to Cordero Patterson. You know he came out and he really turned around that Atlanta offense. Um, I still think, I still don't think they have a shot in the playoffs, but they're really coming around and actually doing something finally for themselves as a team. Yay mediocrity! Yay! Participation. I mean, can you can you call Atlanta mediocre though? Right now, yeah. I mean, yes, was, yes. I mean, because they they're put not twenty-one not... against the Jaguars. They're five and six. They're pretty mediocre. That's a mediocre record, but you know. And Detroit lost by a field goal. Because <laughs> <laughs> Detroit. Detroit's gonna lose just because they're Detroit. So I hey, mean... you know Chicago is celebrating the fact that they won by a field goal. Do we have to remind Bears fans about the? Uh, Hitting the uprights in the playoffs and missing those and all that stuff. So yeah, I mean, we don't, we don't have to remind them over. I'm going just to. saying. You know. <laughs> goals, I almost threw my phone when Robbie Gold hit the damn post <laughs> to put the game out of reach in, in San Francisco. I was like, really? You gonna give Kirk Cousins a chance? Oh, damn it! There are a lot of there are a lot of doinks this season. This yes. is, yeah, Randy you know Bullock had two right? for the Titans against the Patriots. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. Uh, DJ, your thoughts on Week Twelve? Uh, well, first and foremost, there are a lot of doinks this season, so let's just start there. Yeah. Uh, there's that. But then as far as Week 12 goes, um, well, I mean, we'll, we'll start with uh, so the, the Cowboy game. I don't – you know, we're, we're front runners. If we can get – if we can establish a tone early and get things going, then, you know, we, we win games. But if we don't and we have to play from behind, even if it's, you know, one score behind, you know, eight, two scores behind, maybe it's 11 points, whatever it is, we're just in trouble. I mean, and it – was evident in this game, and you've got C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper who are coming back on Thursday, but they weren't there, so you can clearly see we've got our two best receivers not there, and I don't know, there are times where our offense just looked pedestrian. I mean, you, you've you got explosiveness and that everybody knows we're capable of, but then you have the two best receivers out, and it's just not there. So, you know, you've got, you've got that for that particular game. You know, since Pittsburgh... I did not see that coming. It's a bitter rivalry, so I expected like a 16 to 13 type of game, something like that, something low scoring, you know, lots of flags for unsportsmanlike conduct and things like that. But, you know, since you just beat the brakes off of Pittsburgh and, you know, just one play I want to showcase, you, you've got Ben Roethlisberger who, who has the ball right after his team picks it off from Joe Burrow and then he immediately turns around and throws a pick six to his former teammate. I mean, I've, I've never seen anything like that happen before, and that's that's kind of indicative of what Pittsburgh's dealing with this this season. Uh, so yeah, that's that's what I got for Week Twelve. Fun stuff. Uh, Nori, your thoughts on Week Twelve of the NFL season? Um, so I didn't, ch- I forgot to change my pick uh, on Yahoo because I picked the Giants, but you know, I didn't change my uh. pick. I don't know why. I just forgot. So. I'm surprised how they won, not really that they won. The only two teams to beat them within six points and hold them under 20 were the 49ers and Giants. So um, eat shit Philly and um, fuck you forever. <laughs> and that's all I have. Defense of your Giants was impressive, considering, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, ex- extremely. I was very, very, very surprised how we won, not that we won. I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be some kind of a shootout with offense, but, you know, I'll, I'll take any kind of ugly W I can get. You know, I got I got something that might make you laugh uh, this week. As as you know, Mike McCarthy is on the uh, COVID list and will not be on the sideline for the Cowboys tomorrow on Thursday. Uh, a certain James McAdoo may potentially be on the sideline, helping out as an assistant for the Cowboys. 
He's not a he's not a bad assistant. He was a great coordinator for yeah. Green Bay. He's just a shitty head coach. But if Mike McCarthy is not coaching, I guarantee the Cowboys are going to win Thursday. He has a guarantee. I, this this is a uh, this is an interview. This just so y'all know, this is insider information. This is an interview for Dan Quinn. Just so y'all know, uh, for the head coaching job. Oh, yeah, hell yeah, it is. That's 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 what it is for any head so coaching it, job, really. That, it, <laughs> yeah. Jesus so. Christ, <laughs> Rob, your thoughts on Week Twelve? Man, I can't figure out football anymore. Like, nope. I can't, man. Like some of the teams that should be just stomping or through are barely getting by, and then some teams that have no business winning, like Denver, because they have no business winning against the Chargers on paper. Because they're Denver, yes. Because they're right. Denver, like what? Exactly. And then Houston being Houston and just saying, "Hey, why don't we win today? Let's just go win." Oh, look, they beat the Jets. Hmm. Actually, they lost to the Jets. Oh, they lost, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Oh, yeah, you picked them to win. Yeah. I picked them because Mike White wasn't playing. Yeah. Like, we all did. Facts, bro. It's like, holy crap. Yeah. So. Yeah, we, we and then, like, New England just being an actual threat again. In this, like, they're supposed to be rebuilding, quote, unquote. And, uh, yeah. Shit, we all thought that. Yeah, yeah, it's just impressive. So. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it's the system. credit to the coach. Yep. Right to the system there. So, yeah. If they get one of the top two seeds, and I know only the top seed gets a bye, but if you get one of the top two seeds, you're you're guaranteed at least two playoff home playoff games. So, mm-hmm. and that's pretty important to have oh, the yeah. road to Definitely. the conference championship coming through your stadium. Through, so. through Foxborough, yeah. Yep. No. Let's not. <laughs> Scary stuff. So. Uh, yeah, quick recap of week 12. We'll get into the home stretch with week 13 in a bit because after Thanksgiving, things start to get a bit more serious. But there's still some bye weeks to go, which is crazy. There's actually some teams on a bye this week, and there's actually some teams on a bye next week, if you can believe in that. So, That's right in the fantasy playoffs. Ugh. Yeah, it's weird. It's right on the edge. And even crazier than that is Miami... Yes, Miami, who played a London game, still has not had their bye week yet. <laughs> wow. Way to go, NFL, with the scheduling. So, um, College football-wise, and we don't really talk about it too much, but it, it was worth mentioning so many coaching changes, so much craziness, is uh, right before conference championship week, by the way, and right before the final college football playoff poll. Um. Obviously, the first domino to fall was uh, Lincoln Riley leaving OU, headed to USC. When the night before, and it, it was a good game, it was a good bedlam game. He, uh, the Sooners mm-hmm. lost to Oklahoma State. Great rivalry game. Potentially the last time that rivalry game is played in Stillwater. We don't know the future of the rivalry once the Sooners leave for the SEC. Uh, I hope that's something that continues because that's you know, that that's a, a big thing for the state of Oklahoma, but. Uh, he said in his new conference, it, it's crazy. It was almost like SC was flying under the radar because all season long, everyone was thinking, okay, he's going to go to LSU. Are you taking the LSU job? Are you taking the LSU job? And he says at his post-game press conference, I'm not taking the job at LSU. Lo and behold, the next morning, Lincoln Rally hired by USC. And he's some quick meeting with the players, if anything. <laughs> And that he's on a private jet with a few of his assistants, and some of the uh, some of his potential recruits for OU are already decommitted from OU, and could mm-hmm. be joining him at USC. Uh, his quarterback at the start of the season has already hit the transfer portal. Possibly could be going to USC. So, uh, and of course, Sooner fans are mad. They're throwing traitor signs all over the the, the campus. Doesn't matter. She's getting paid. He's getting paid, but. Did Riley do OU dirty here? I, I'm gonna be honest. I I thought it was a good move for him. Like, why fight it out in the SEC where you're basically fighting for your second or third place? I mean, I wouldn't even give him second or third place. I mean, he, the the OU team, OU doesn't play defense because the Big Twelve doesn't play defense. You're not beating Alabama or Georgia or even LSU without playing defense. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean. I mean, the road, to a, the road to a future playoff game will go through the back 10 just because it's going to be an easier... Con- it's an easier conference to build a better team around. 
right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. and you only have to deal with 11 other teams to be in a Pac-12 versus 15 other teams 15 when the SEC the is SEC all said now. and done. Yeah, you know. Uh, but it, it's just crazy because he was like Bob Stoops chose him to succeed him, and now Stoops is stepping up to coach whatever bowl game the Sooners go to, right? Mm-hmm. In my personal opinion, that wasn't even wasn't even the most surprising coaching change. It was Brian Kelly leaving yes. Notre Dame for LSU. Yeah, this one surprised me. Are you excited about this shit? What the fuck? Dude. I couldn't believe this. I couldn't believe it either. Like, in a potential it's CFP team. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Like, it's still, like, it's the week, week before the last CFP um, voting, right? Yes. Your yeah. team is potentially... In that fourth spot, depending yep. on how the voting goes, and you're just like, "All right, I'm bet, out. oh yeah." Did you I'm see out. how? Did you see the uh the breakup email or not even email the breakup text to his? Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh I guess quick the little text to announce, "Hey, we're gonna meet in the morning," and that meeting Yo. lasted all of like ten minutes. Yo, yeah. No, there's a better one. There's one that says, "Oh yeah, by the way, guys, I was gonna tell you." But uh, I guess you already found out. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I was like, yes. you couldn't even tell your players that you're leaving. Like they had to find out from social media. Social media got it first. Yeah, it's like not you, it's me. Yeah, that's what they got. And then what's even better? Like, one of the players actually filmed him giving his one minute and forty seven second speech before he left and didn't take any questions. <laughs> Okay, I need to see that video. I haven't found that oh, yet. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, God. I, I will look for it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure if it's still there. Oh, I I'm hope sure. it is. I'm sure someone, like, there's a Twitter archive that has it. There, there's a lot of anger there. I think I got an alert that Brady Quinn's come out and really upset about it. Oh, um, yeah, Brady Quinn spoke about he, he talked about it for about six and a half, seven minutes. They did an interview with him. And, yeah, uh, yeah you can get that anywhere. Just go look it up online, but he's pissed. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. I... I I'm kind of upset by it for Notre Dame too because after Lou Holtz uh, stepped down as coach, they were trying to find a good coach for the program. They were going every which way with it. Notre Dame was struggling. And then Brian Kelly is building up this up-and-coming football program at Cincinnati, mind you. Mm -hmm. And the vacancy comes up. He takes the job, and he completely turns that program around. They're making it to the college football playoff. They, I think at one point before the end of it, they did make it to a, a BCS championship as well. Didn't win a national championship, but they were in the running. He's there for 10 years. Uh, every, all points said this was his dream job too, you know, coaching Notre Dame. Uh, so much prestige there. The winningest coach in the school's history. When you think about how much football history there is at that school. And as you guys mentioned, if chaos reigns supreme this weekend, and it could happen... Crazier things have happened in conference championship weekend. Uh, oh, Notre Dame could sneak into the top four, and Brian Kelly won't be there to coach him because he's exactly. already hightailed it out to Baton Rouge. Because it, Georgia's playing Alabama, so I actually have Georgia winning that game. So Georgia beats Alabama, they're going to drop potentially. But Oklahoma State plays Baylor, that's yep. no easy out. So Baylor could beat Oklahoma State. If both those teams lose and Notre Dame wins, They'd be in the top four, potentially. I mean, obviously, there's voting and all kinds of other politics and all kinds of other shit. But they could sneak in. So now you're in the college football playoff with no head coach. That's not even the craziest one. Cincinnati could potentially lose. They're playing U of H. Both teams are undefeated in the AAC. U of H lost their first game to Texas Tech, and they've been killing people left and right ever since. Yep. That... Honestly, Cincy versus U of H is probably, I think, going to be the best conference championship game of the weekend. It's a trap game for Cincinnati. If they don't go out there ready to play, they're getting blown out. Yeah. You know, going back to the coach, um, mm-hmm. like the choice to go to LSU, though, like financially, is got to be so much more than Notre Dame. Ten like, years, nine and a half million or ninety-five million? Yeah. Yeah. So like. Yeah. It's a money thing, plus the benefits you have with just like the, like the booster club for LSU and the commits that you get right out of Louisiana. Like you don't have to go far to recruit talent from Louisiana, from like as in surrounding states, like you do with Notre Dame. Like, like you, it's just a, it's a better opportunity yeah. as a coach 
mm-hmm. to find better talent to have a stronger back like i get notre dame is a strong backer of their sports mm-hmm. but lsu blows that away like yeah that is a powerhouse like you have the entire structure foundation there so like like it sucks for but you're not you're not paid for your loyalty you're paid to win right yes so Correct. Like, what do you they we're giving you the resources now you need to win you need to yeah now you need yeah. to win yeah so like he's going there with the expectation that he's going to do the same thing he did with cincinnati same thing he did with notre dame and the same thing is what they hope to bring to this lsu program that's just fallen short the last couple of years mm-hmm. but that's that's the thing notre dame arguably has more prestige than lsu he Dude. was winning there now, money yeah. could be the issue. We don't know it, how much he was getting paid at Notre Dame because it is a private school and they don't have to disclose that. Um, some people were, were saying it was somewhere around five and six million a year. Who knows? Yeah, right? but you also have to think cool. about like the campus itself. Like, isn't Notre Dame predominantly like a? It was a Catholic school, wasn't it? It is a Catholic. It was school. Catholic. Yeah. 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 So I mean, that turns off a lot of potential recruits just because of that reason there's that um recruits also do have to pass entrance exams you know Mm -hmm. it's private school yeah it's not a it's not an easy it's not easy yeah no it's not easy to recruit and win there but if you do it it says a lot about how good of a coach you are you're trying to find people that are smart enough to handle the workload and also be able to practice and win football games right another detriment could be notre dame is still technically an independent in football yep they are yeah is it time for them to finally full blown join the ACC? Because that's a good question. It's, yeah, it's, that is a good question. Last year they played a full ACC schedule and had the ACC football because of the COVID year, um, mm-hmm. made it to the ACC championship. Yeah, and I know it's they're traditionally an independent. They have their own TV contract with with uh, NBC. I get that. NBC. And I don't see any reason why the ACC couldn't make some accommodations until that TV contract runs out. But is it time for Notre Dame to drop the independent status? Is that hurting their recruiting base? Because they're trying to recruit nationwide. You know, they've played home games in the Alamo Dome, for instance. Mm-hmm. But now you're competing with conferences when you're independent. You're competing with SEC schools competing there. You're trying to recruit all over the place, and that's difficult to do. You know, I mean, we'll never know until all the details are released. But like from the outside looking in, at least from a financial aspect, I think it was a good choice. Okay. Fun fact: uh, Brian Kelly made his exit from Cincy in a very similar way. Yeah, but people knew what was did. happening. Yeah, but people you know? knew about it. Yeah. Like they knew yeah. well ahead of time. This wasn't like, hey, we're still in the competition. By the way, I'm out. Yeah, you know, that's not how he left Cincinnati. Cincinnati out. was like, "Hey, we know you're going. Let's go out with a bang." That's how it was. Yeah. It was more like we already knew it. Like, like we get it. You're going someplace, and people are already talking that the head coach in Cincy might be a, a candidate for the Notre Dame job. Oh God! If you can believe <laughs> that. Two musical chairs. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Well, uh, your turn. The defensive coordinator for Notre Dame has been emerging as an elite candidate. Marcus Freeman, I think his name is. So. Yep, that's correct. Yeah. Um, I don't see Brian Kelly taking a lot of his assistants with him. They seem, seem, at least as of right now, have some loyalty to Notre Dame. And if Notre Dame gets into the playoffs somehow and Brian Kelly's not there, you wonder if that team is going to play pissed off football and try and win it all in, to spite Brian Kelly for essentially sure. bailing on him. Yeah, you know? that's what I would do. So, they need some help. Um, Not wrong. Conference championship games. Uh, we mentioned WKU at UTSA, uh, Oregon at Utah in the Pac-12. That was on Friday. On Saturday, it's Baylor against OSU for the Big 12, Kent State and Northern Illinois for the MAC. Mountain West is Utah and San Diego State. The Sun Belt, Appalachian State and Louisiana. SEC championship, Georgia versus Alabama. AAC is U of H at Cincinnati. Big Ten, and congrats to Michigan for finally beating Ohio State, by the way. Michigan versus Iowa. And ACC is Pittsburgh versus Wake Forest. Um, 
which conference game do you think is the best one? And do you guys see chaos happening this weekend? Oh, lots of chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. Lots of chaos. chaos for sure. Uh, I, th- I think we already said like uh, Cincinnati U of H is going to be a really good game. Yes. Um, I think it's probably the best out of all of them. Uh, I don't know about I that, mean, Mike. I, mean, okay, I don't know fine. about that. UTSA and WKU be number one. Sorry, Rob. My bad. That That's no, going to be a good not, game for a good even. reason. Because <laughs> that's, that's not number one. No. One of the games that I think is actually going to be really good is actually going to be the Pac-12 one. Utah and Oregon. That's going to be a very explosive game. It is, especially because earlier this season, Utah beat the brakes off of Oregon. That's yeah, true. it's, it's a revenge, revenge game. So, yeah. like... There's a lot of story, and these are players that have played against each other already, so it's not just, yep. oh, tradition, tradition, tradition. These are literally Oregon players that got their ass whooped by Utah in the very first week of the year, and <laughs> they're going to be coming back angry. Sigurd so is not too to far game. off about the Conference USA Championship, because ever since WKU lost a close game, mind you, to the Roadrunners, they've been destroying people. Yeah. Like, putting up 40, 50 points a game. So, by this angry. is a... This is a revenge game for them, and I think it benefits UTSA. I know it's weird to say this. Yes, they lost to UNT. North Texas had more to play play for last week, and it felt like UTSA was just playing on the hangover. Uh, UNT was trying to become bowl eligible, and they played their hearts out. But um, that was a good – if there's ever a good wake-up call loss – that was the one UTSA needed right there. So it's a good chance to hit the reset button. Okay, we've played this team. We know how they're playing. They're going to come in pissed off. I said from the beginning of the season, the conference championship is the goal right now, and that's what the runners need to focus on, win this game. And it's hard to beat a football a football team twice in one season in college football. Very, very difficult. So, um, But now you're at home, loud crowd. Potentially the largest crowd in UTSA's history. Uh, they sold out the lower bowl, opened the, the upper bowl. So if they eclipse 56-743, which was the very first game in UTSA's history, is still the most attendance a UTSA game has ever had. That's the record they're looking for. And it's it's a potential we could have an Alamo Dome sellout. So we'll see. Crazy. Did yeah. y'all see how much HEB was giving towards like the student fund? A lot of companies, at, man. It's crazy. Like HEB dumped a lot. Uh, USAA's dumped money. And Sierra. Uh, and Sierra's d- dumped a lot. Yeah, like a lot of big companies here in San Antonio bought a lot of seats. And good because the students have been showing up this year. So, and they were definitely going to need them there for that game. So, all right. Uh, let's get into week 13 for all the conference championship games. It's going to be fun to watch. This is one of the best weekends of college football because it's all for pride. Everything's on the line. And don't forget, next weekend is Army-Navy. I'm glad that game has its own weekend too. So uh, Army and Navy have released what their uniforms are going to look like for that game, and they're pretty damn cool looking, so pretty slick too. So go check those out. Week 13 of the NFL season. Uh Teams on a bye week are Cleveland, Green Bay, Tennessee, and Carolina. Uh, the order of the picks that we're going to be making is uh, JC picking first, Chicken Wing second, DJ picking third, Nori picking fourth, and Rob picking fifth. Now, uh, before we get into that, obviously it is bye week report card time, and it's my turn to go because the Titans are finally on a bye week and much needed. Um, the biggest thing is injuries, injuries, and more injuries. Do you guys know prior to this season what the record is for the most number of players used in the season by an NFL team? No. Most number of what? Huh? Most number of what? Repeat the question. Number of different players an NFL team has used in a season. No, I don't know, actually. No, I do not know that. The Wait, record prior to this season was last year. It was the, the 49ers, and they used 84 different players. <laughs> Holy! I mean, I shit. knew we, I knew we had a lot of on, I knew we had a lot of money on IR, but I, I didn't know we had that many. Shit. Well, that was last year. Yeah, uh, I know. The Titans just broke that record this past Titans weekend. Titans did it this year, right? Yes, 86 different players 
and there's still that's six weeks left in the NFL season. That's nuts. Yeah. So does that include like the practice squad and everybody they picked up, or is that just active players? That's active players that have players. gotten into an NFL game. Okay. Oh wow. Eighty-six so we, different players. So did we still hold the highest amount of I, money on IR? Or no. no. I'm. No. I don't even know. Potentially. There's no. Because so. we had almost ninety million on IR. I mean. Yeah. Mike, yeah. Mike, let it go, Mike. The the crazy let part is is that the Titans right now <laughs> are tied for third. For the most number of players on IR, uh, the Ravens and Giants right now have 16 players on IR, and the Jets mm -hmm. and Titans have 14. Just oh throw that God. out there. So, um, as far as the Titans up to this point in the season, uh, I'm <laughs> I'm cautiously happy with how things are going. You know, uh, right. what what's the term for Apollo 13? If there was a successful failure, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Eight and four, leading the AFC South, and in essence have a three-game lead on the Colts because we have a tiebreaker for that. Third in the mm -hmm. AFC, uh, but damn it, we just need to get healthy. Um, Julio Jones still an IR deal with the hamstring. Uh, AJ Brown is going to be missing at least two more games with a chest injury. Derrick Henry, of course, has the broken foot, but he has already started rehabbing. Seeing him trending a bit, he's working out in the Titans facility. He could potentially only be missing one more game at a minimum, at least, and then he could be back. So, wow. <laughs> just in time for playoffs, bro. Just well, in yeah, time yeah, for playoffs. Do you want to mm -hmm. bring him back though? Like, I I want him back when he's a hundred percent. I don't want him to rush him back because then you're just gonna aggravate the injury. And if he goes on IR again, he's done for the year. That that's the rules of it. Mm -hmm. If you go on IR twice in the season, that's it. You're done for the year. Uh, on a side note, the Titans did release Adrian Peterson last week, and he's actually just signed to the Seahawks practice squad. So I don't even understand that. I, <laughs> I don't know why. This season's pretty much done. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy with how they performed beginning of the year. Obviously, uh, did extremely well against previous year's playoff teams. Uh, the losses to the Jets and the Texans are obviously causes for concern. And even the week one loss to the Cardinals, I know that seems to be the anomaly week for so many teams, especially Green Bay. But that, if the Titans get things going now, that's a potential Super Bowl preview. You know, it's going to harken back to week one. Are we going to be able to play to the level the Cardinals brought that first week? Uh, my grade for them right now is a B minus. Offensively, if everyone is healthy, we're good. Right now, the offense is playing at a C level right now. Not good. Uh, I had a lot of concerns about the defense. And early on, it was looking like I was going to be having the same issues. But the defense has continued to step up. They're getting a good pass rush. The secondary is playing a little bit better. Uh, it's just that they ran into a Patriots team that's clicking on all cylinders this past week. So uh, the defense right now, I'm giving a B plus. Special teams, I'm just giving a straight C right now because I can't figure out if we do or do not have a good kicker because he doinked the upright twice this past week. So <laughs> I guess it's better than previous weeks. but uh, yeah, um, Better than week one last year. Yeah. Overall, B- minus right now. As far as where they'll end up, the goal right now is one of the top two seeds of the conference. And right now, if they're getting healthy, and it seems like every, I think the injuries right now are at the right time. They're going to get everybody back in time for the final stretch run after the all the teams' bye weeks are done. I think the Titans are going to end up with the number two seed, uh, losing a tiebreaker or just losing the overall record to the Patriots. And I, that's kind of where I'm sitting at right now. I the two seed should be what they're shooting for at the very least. Just so they get two games going through Nashville. And that's important. So, uh, But healthy is the main thing. Don't rush Derrick Henry back too much. Looking at the rest of the schedule, the one game that I think has a, a big cause for concern is the Dolphins. And the 49ers, I should say. I forgot the 49ers are still on the schedule. Because the 49ers are playing great. So, uh, Five games left on the schedule. Uh, Jags, Steelers, Niners, Dolphins, and Texans. So... Niners and Dolphins are the two that I think they have to have if they really, really want to be getting that two seed. So. Oh, you mean the Super Bowl preview? Hey, bro, I like that. I like that. 
Okay. We'll see. We'll see. All right. <laughs> All right. Into our picks for week 13. We'll start it with the Thursday night game. Dallas at New Orleans. I feel like there's deja vu because I feel like every almost every year, whenever there's a Thanksgiving game with Dallas, a week later they're playing New Orleans on a Thursday night, right? It almost seems like it happens every year. You're you're not wrong. Yeah, that's that's they're accurate. Super close. They, yeah. Yeah. they put pretty close. DJ, uh, your Cowboys are back on Thursday night. Who you got in this game? I got the Cowboys because Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb will be back, and then we can actually spread the offense out like we have been, and we'll get a win because of that. Uh, we should be getting Marcus Lawrence back as well, based off of the reports I've read, because he's been practicing, so that should help to bolster our defense some, too. Right. Uh, I'm going with Dallas, uh, mainly because Mike McCarthy will not be on the sidelines. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That too. Because, because they have a bad coach. Yeah, and also because the Saints are dealing with their fair share of injuries. There's a lot. Uh, they only put up six against Buffalo. Their offense is just not moving right now. But uh, this this is a prime uh, good game for Dallas to kind of get things back, back, at least going again in the right direction. It's whether or not they can sustain it. But one week at a time, I got Dallas winning this one. Uh, Chicken Wing, what about you? I also have Dallas winning this one. Uh, with the combination of both of you two, I mean, that's pretty much the nail on the head. You guys are getting healthy on offense, I should say. Um, not so much Mike McCarthy. I mean, I don't think he's the legitimate problem, personally. Uh, he does make some questionable calls, but at the end of the day, uh, I was more intrigued in the fact that, that the Saints are have called Taysom Hill to be the starter this week. Uh so that will healthy? make things a little interesting. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. apparently so. Um, but like you said, the injuries will be just more than enough for Dallas to really just abuse and take advantage of, and that should give them the edge on this matchup. All right. Lori? Um, I have Dallas because the Saints still don't have a quarterback. So. <laughs> Not wrong, right? And Rob? Nope. Yeah. Correct. I too have Dallas because fuck the Saints. <laughs> Just fuck the Saints. Oh, okay. Exactly. That's that's go. another way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Right. <laughs> uh, on to the Sunday early afternoon games. And Rob, you're picking this one first. It's your Bucks going to Atlanta, who uh, suddenly got the offense going. But then again, that was just against uh, Jacksonville. So you know it is. Yeah. What it is. Hey, they beat the Bills though. Don't, think... don't do that. <laughs> Wow. How can we forget 9-6? to six? Right. I'm yeah, I'm taking Tampa Bay because the Bucks are just going to shut down Kyle Pitts and Cordell, and that's it. They don't have any other offense. And... Basically. Is anybody taking Atlanta to pull some sort of an upset this weekend? Go, no. Mike, go. Negative. Negative. <laughs> no, not going to happen. I mean, right. it, it's it's bucks are it's, bucks are yeah, too good no. right Go now. Go ahead, do it, Mike. Do it. <laughs> nah, do it. Nah, do it. I'm not. Come on. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. No. Try to get the lead on him. I tried, JC. Yeah, no. Appreciate it. Yeah, tamper favored by ten and a half. I, mean, I don't think yeah. anybody's taking that. Uh, Arizona favored by seven and a half on the road at Chicago. <sighs> I yeah, feel you like can I can ask this one. Yeah, is you anybody going to yeah. take Chicago to beat the Cardinals right now? Coming uh, off their no. big Thanksgiving win at Detroit, so no, <laughs> Arizona's no. gonna cover that spread. <laughs> that's, that's not fair. No. I mean, maybe if it was like thirteen, then I'd, I'd go Chicago to cover. Yeah. All right, that was easy. All right, uh, Chargers <laughs> at Cincinnati. Two teams that honestly at times play very inconsistent. I know the Chargers just or the this, the Bengals just beat the brakes off the Steelers, but. How many times have we seen them put up all these points and the next week they just can't do a damn thing, right? And the Chargers, of course, they're good one week, they're bad one week. It, it, we still can't get a handle on it. So uh, that being said, I'm going with the Bengals at home on this one. I'm expecting to see them kind of ride the wave of them getting the offense going. They looked impressive against the Steelers, and that's where I'm, I'm feeling on that one. Uh, Chicken Wing, what about you? Wow, you you really seriously asking me that? Nah, bro, it's definitely fucking Cincy all day. Okay. All right, DJ. Hey, yeah, same for me. Definitely going Cincy. Now their their offense looked really good, but 
their defense did too. I mean, I, I realize there's a whole lot going on in Pittsburgh, and we, we don't know the half of it, and they just don't look like a good football team right now. But, you know, when you get held to 10 points, that, that that's saying something about the defense. So you've got the offense clicking, the defense clicking, and if they can keep that up, they're going to make some noise in the division, and they may win it because Baltimore's not playing well right now either. So at this point, definitely going Cincy. All right. Nori? Uh, the Bengals remember how to win football games, and the Chargers forgot. So I'm going to pick the Bengals. Very true. And Rob? Oh, I'm taking Cincinnati at home. I, I think when L.A. goes on the road, they forget how to win. So. <laughs> <clears throat> Very true, especially last week, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, but wait, don't, don't they have no don't home care. games at all? Don't, yeah, you're, they don't get home games. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Damn it. All right, well. and they're always away games. That's yeah. true. They're always away games. Even Logic. Minnesota at Detroit. Last time the teams met, the Vikings actually did make a field goal to win the game. Uh, Detroit losing like they have. Anybody think Detroit at home is going to get their first full win of the season? Not half a win like a tie, but a first full win of the season. <laughs> Negative, sir. Are they playing Pittsburgh? No, I've got uh, the Vikings win. I've got the Vikings winning this game Good by two question. field goals. Yes, sadly they can't play oh. in twice, Rob. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, Minnesota it is, yeah. Yeah, and they don't have Pittsburgh on the schedule, unfortunately. Sorry. (laughs) They do have the Seahawks, though. That could be it. Russell Wilson doesn't want to be there anymore anyway, so he may not even play. (laughs) Nah, nah. They they may just start Geno Smith and just shut down Russell. Can't lie, though. That 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 touchdown pass that Russell Wilson threw at the end of the game against Washington was amazing. Was a thing of beauty, and right before a pick in the end zone to end the game. Yeah, absolutely. What a way to end the game, right? Yeah. Giants at Miami now one and zero without Jason Garrett as the offensive coordinator heading into Miami to play a a red hot Dolphins team right now. Uh, Nori, it's your team. Uh, How do you feel about this game, and can your Giants pull it off? I'm not sure, honestly, because Daniel Jones has a strained neck. First, I heard he wasn't playing. Um, then I heard he is practicing to play. I, I really don't know who to pick. Um, I think they're both remembering how to win games. Miami's offense looks a lot better than ours, so I, th- I would give the edge to Miami right now just because I haven't seen the Giants put up a lot of points yet. And these teams are really, really similar where the preseason, they're expected to make the playoffs, when they di- not win the divisions, well, at least one of them, but make the playoffs at least. Wild card, whatever. And um, yeah. I don't know. I think it's going to be a good game. I hope the Giants win, but I think Miami is a little healthier right now. What a better coach. Uh, yeah, I'm going with the Dolphins at home. Uh, unless the Giants somehow get that defense to shut down what Tua is doing, but that offense is just clicking for the Dolphins right now. They're Like I said, when we talked about the uh, um contender or pretender that they're just the hottest team right now the most dangerous team so and honestly with only the seven losses if they run the table mathematically they got a shot to get in the playoffs at 10 and 7 so but i'm going with the dolphins to win this one uh chicken wing what about you i'm going with the giants on this one uh the fact that the fact not because of how they beat philly i i I believe that with with daniel jones if he does start learning the new system or working with this current system now um that they're finally letting him do what he needs to do not you know not the thing that you know nori complains about the whole time not giving daniel jones the reins to control the offense the man's got to learn the football scheme in one way or another so with the fact that he's not being held back anymore i think they're going to take full advantage of that and they're going to really just show up to play and the fact that they're not mathematically eliminated yet gives them a fighting chance to like what you mentioned sneak into the playoffs Uh, dj what about you going miami offense is clicking their defense is clicking and this miami team looks like the team that we well at least i i can say for myself thought that we would see at the beginning of the season i thought miami was going to be a good team i thought they had a chance to win their division and this team looks like the team that we thought we'd get at the beginning of the season it might be too little too late to win the division, especially with the Patriots playing as well as they are, but they are not eliminated from the playoffs yet. I see Miami winning this game. Yeah, I think most of us had Miami as a wild card spot at least. So 
Uh, Rob, what about you on this game? Oh, take it Miami. This is an easy one for me. Um, it's Miami at home. And like everyone else has said, copy pasta, offense is clicking, defense is clicking. Yeah, so. Miami, hey, you're only going to have me as a lone wolf, huh? Alright. Yep. Yeah, All right, Philly at the Jets. Uh, back to the stadium where they got the, uh, just lost to the Giants. Now they got to go back and play the Jets now, right? So, uh, does anybody think the Jets can make this a clean sweep for the city of New York against the Eagles? Yes. Not unless Mike White's playing. Ooh, yes, really. Okay, well, I... Personally, I don't. I'm picking Philly on this one uh, to bounce back. Uh, Chicken Wing, where are you going? I am picking also Philly to bounce back. They know that they have a shot now with the Dallas loss. Um, they're an earshot they of taking that division. Yep. I mean, yes, I know that they just lost two, but they are still an earshot for that division. So as long as they know they have that chance, they're pretty they're pretty much going to play out until they're eliminated. All right, DJ. <sighs> Yeah, I'm going Philly too. Uh, again, Mike White's not playing, so I'm not going to pick the Jets because without him, they have no shot. But regardless of the loss that Philly had, I mean, like I mentioned last week, I mean they they're, they put up over 30 points the two games before they played the Giants, and it's a division game, so those are always tough, tougher, regardless of the records. So now they're going up against the Jets team that is once again playing for draft capital. So Philly. All right, Nori. Um, yeah, only two teams, like I said, have held Philly less than 20 points. The Jets, I don't think, will be the third. Um, I don't know. Um, the Eagles are not as bad as the record. And um, I just think they're better on both sides of the ball than the Jets. And I think they should blow their backs out. All right. And Rob. <sighs> just thought about it. So had a good time to think about it. And Jets are probably going to be playing for a... Uh, a draft spot anyway, so yeah, they're probably going to lose. So let's just go with the Philly clean sweep. Philly, okay. Alright, final of the Sunday early games. Indianapolis at Houston. Does anybody think the Texans can beat the Colts here at home? Fuck no. Uh, (laughs) It's a division game. They play them tough. Shut up. (laughs) 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 Look, because the Indianapolis Taylors are going to be doing just fine, okay? Goddamn right. Yeah, yeah, Thank you, yeah, thank you Rob. I appreciate that. That is their yeah. name. Thank you so much for remembering. <laughs> yes. Well, Indianapolis Taylors. They didn't right. use them a whole lot against Tampa up until the fourth quarter. You think if they had done it the whole game, they might have beaten the Bucks? They probably should have. Absolutely. Yes, they yeah. should have. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're all going with Indy on that one. All right. Uh, Sunday late afternoon games. Uh, some of these are pretty interesting, actually. Mm-hmm. The first one, Washington at Las Vegas. Uh, Vegas coming off a huge win. Washington is just getting things going right now. Um, I'm going with Washington on the road. As it stands right now, I think they are potentially, those two games they play against Dallas are going to be deciding the NFC East. And so they want to have themselves in a position to uh, be able to win the division there. So Washington's playing great. I got the Washington football team to beat the Raiders. Uh, Chicken Wing, what about you? I have the Raiders helping out the Dallas Cowboys secure that division <laughs> and beating up Washington. All right. Wow. DJ. I <laughs> can hell. Sounds like uh, every time I have to agree with Chicken Wing with something. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you hit the nail on the head because I'm actually agreeing with Mike. On this one, uh, I'm going to pick the Raiders. They came off a big win, and they actually showed us that they can put up some points because they haven't been doing that consistently for a while, but they put up 36. And I think that'll be enough to beat uh, the quote-unquote truth, Taylor Heineke, who Mike has now forsaken by picking against him. No, it's just that... You you, you forsake you him. You forsake him. Yeah. the no, no, truth. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. There's, there's, a, there's a reason for it. Now, the Raiders utilized Deshaun Jackson. The, the Rams yes. didn't. That whole Correct. game, well, like, as long as Deshaun's been over there, they didn't, use, they didn't utilize him at all. 
right? And then the Raiders, when they did, yeah, he was only a couple plays. He, he didn't learn the, the system that quickly. I get that. But look how much more production he was doing when he got utilized. And I think that now that he's got a whole week under them, you know, he's going to take full advantage of that playbook. And that's why I honestly think they're going to, you know, do what they do and take care of that. That is a valid point, actually. Yeah. All right. Well, good on you, Mike. Look at you being all smart. <laughs> yeah, look at you. You've been educated. I, yeah. I appreciate that. It's time. All right. all right, Nori, who you got? If the Raiders can hang 36 on Dallas, who's better on both sides of the ball than Washington, then they shouldn't lose to Washington. I know Washington's playing better, but the Raiders, I think, are awake now. Okay. And Rob. I'm taking the Raiders, like, just with the points that they put up last week. If they can just put up most of those points, they'll beat the Washington Redskins. Or, excuse me, Washington football team. Eh. Ooh, you racist. <laughs> I racist. I sorry. Uh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jacksonville going across the country to take on the L.A. Rams. Rams are favored by 12.5. As we mentioned, the Rams have not won a game since they acquired Von Miller and Odo Beckham Jr., there and then the Jaguars just haven't won many games. Um, <laughs> in the U.S. Yeah. Well, one in the U.S., one in London, right? So That's true. But that being said, I feel like I can still ask this. Does anyone think the Jags continue the losing streak for the Rams? Or are the Rams going to break it? Does anyone think the Jags have a shot to win this game? No. The fucking the Rams... As a team, went to the doctor and, and said, Doctor, we've got ailments. We don't know what's going on. What can we do? And he said, Well, you know what? Here's the prescription. I'm going to send the Jags your way, and that'll fix everything. Oh, no. The Thanks, Jags doc. won't win. All right. yeah, exactly. Thanks, Doc. Thanks, Doc. Mm. Haven't seen anything on Twitter that says otherwise. So, yeah. I mean, I personally want the Jags to win, but that's just my selfish reasons. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Selfish. <laughs> just so you can just troll Rams fans on Twitter if they do lose to the Jags, right? So. I mean, yeah. Why not? Yeah. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I can't see any scenario where the Jags pull this game out. I mean, they. I don't even see them being able to put up enough points. To compete that's the first issue and second i mean if the rams defense actually starts playing and you know von miller gets gets going aaron donald gets going i mean Lawrence is gonna be running for his life yeah. i mean remember they beat the bills i mean there are a lot of strip clubs in la there we go there we go they really are listen you you're right there you're right there's a hope there's a hope all right the power the power. I Baltimore see, yeah. at Pittsburgh. <laughs> Baltimore favored by four on the road. The Ravens are the top seed in the AFC right now, but they have not looked impressive. Just mm-hmm. barely squeaking out wins here. And then there's Pittsburgh, who just really hasn't been impressive at all. Uh, ask I, it. Should I ask it? I, I don't know mm-hmm. if I should. I guess I'll ask it. Does anyone think the Steelers can beat the Ravens this weekend? <laughs> No. no, no, because Chase wants to put music in practice, and people didn't like that. I saw that. That was so funny. I saw that. That was hilarious. <laughs> Golly, that was great. I'm sorry. That was I think that'll help our team. We'll practice better. No, it won't. Shut no, up. No, it won't. Y'all be distracted and dancing around. That's what's going to do. So, hey, TikTok practice. videos, bro. That's what. That's what it's about, bro. Yeah, it only costs you. Juju Smith Shyster. Yeah, it was only the playoffs last year. And the final of these Sunday late afternoon games, San Francisco heading up to Seattle, taking on the Seahawks. Chicken wing, your team's been playing pretty good. The Seahawks are still like recovering from injury, but they're keeping games close. Uh, how do you feel about your Niners uh, this weekend in Seattle? I'm concerned only because Debo is out. Um, yeah, he's out. Uh, it's a groin injury, so it isn't like he tore anything, which is a plus, but... He's definitely going to miss this one. I think we're also going to lose Fred Warner, um, so that will play a factor. Outside of that, Russell is still not playing like Russell, which is a plus for me. Um, and then when you when you combine all that, the injuries between both teams, our offense is better. Our defense exists, unlike theirs. So I feel confident. I, I get it. It's a division game, and we're playing in uh, Seattle, but I yeah, still feel confident matter. enough for us to take it. 
Um, anybody think the Seahawks? I know the Niners are dealing with injuries, but anybody think the Seahawks get a, a division home win here against the Niners? No. Did they find a run game yet? That that's exactly what I was about to say. Well, I mean, they did sign Andrew Peterson <laughs> to the practice squad, so you know. So no, they didn't find a run game. <laughs> starting. Oh, that's a no. Is he starting? Because yeah. I still got Golden Tate. He's still in the practice squad. Don't judge me. Okay, don't judge me. Well, I mean, the Titans did the same thing with Peterson, and then they activated him before the Rams game, and then he ends up scoring a touchdown. So, yep. You know, uh, there there's a very likely chance that Adrian Peterson suits up for the Seahawks on the field this Sunday. I mean, it can't get any worse from a running game standpoint. So, I mean, put him on the field and see what he can do. I mean, maybe he'll shock everybody and run for 125 yards and three touchdowns. Let's not. Okay. Let's not. Okay. Fuck you. All right. Let him run for, you know, 12 yards. And you know, he may right. do something. I don't. I don't know. I just. I don't see it. I mean, I Ru- first of all, Russell sure. doesn't want to want to be there. Let's go ahead and get that out of the way. He does not want to be in Seattle anymore. I'm going to go ahead and make a prediction right now that has to do with next season. Russell Wilson will have on a different jersey next season. Oh, oh, for sure. I still think he's going to be an Eagle. No, I think he'll be a Packer because I don't know if Aaron Rodgers will be back. Well, what about Jordan Love? You know, what about uh, knock it off. How he played. Knock it off. Jordan Love, knock it off. All right. <laughs> My bad. Sunday My bad. night game, and this game was flexed <laughs> into the slot. Denver at Kansas City. Um, and I don't. I'm still trying to figure out why this was flexed. I agree. I don't. I don't know why who, they flexed this. Who's who was the original night game? I don't even know. I, I can't remember who the original night game was. But... Oh, I think it was us. Well, was it San Francisco Seattle? I think and I, so. And I can, I can see why at the beginning of the season because it would have been a big division game, but now nobody gives a shit. Well, that's See, but if I'm looking at the other games, and I know there's not a whole lot of close ones, but I would have loved to see Washington and the Raiders being flexed. That would be a pretty good game. You know? I would have. Yeah. That, that would be better than what's here. Yeah, because yeah, I think Kansas so. City is going to blow the doors off them. That's probably oh. that's probably the one that's going to have the most pay- playoff implications right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, with all of these games, well, okay. no, because so Allison hypothetically, wait, wait, wait. So hypothetically, if the Chiefs manage to lose this somehow, <laughs> the Chargers or the Raiders win, or the Broncos win, the Broncos actually go into first place in the AFC West. I don't. They have the tie because they'll all have the same record, and they somehow oh, have the same record, and the Broncos would have the tiebreaker. Wow. So maybe, maybe this one isn't so easy of a pick. So yeah, that's uh, why they flexed it. All right. Okay. Well, okay. all right, Rob. Said, I'm going with KC <laughs> at home. <laughs> yeah. uh, coming off a bye, yeah, yeah, they're they're gonna be ready for this game. And Denver, as good as they looked, they're so inconsistent. Until they string together two two wins in a row, now it's gonna be hard to pick them consistently. Uh, Chicken wing, what about you? Denver is Denver is a bunch of fucking fraudsters, bro. I'm never picking them again. Ever. Okay. All right. Uh, DJ. <laughs> My bad. I'm picking Kansas City. I think Kansas City is going to blow the doors off of Denver. They're they're playing good football right now. They're coming off a bye. They're getting people rested and healthy. I don't I don't see Denver even keeping up with Kansas City after the first half's done. Okay. Uh, Nori. I don't think Kansas City loses any more games the rest of the year. Okay. Cheat code, bro. And Rob. They turned the cheat code on. It's not happening. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking They turned on all Madden. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is the all Madden football team. Yeah, thank you. Well, I don't know. The Chiefs still game. have the Bengals on the schedule, so that that could be a really good game. Week, uh, that might be the flex that one. Yeah, that's a Week 17 game right now. So. I mean, if, I mean, if they have nothing to play for, if they're not – Gunning for number one spot. I don't think it's going to be a great game, honestly. Yeah. And the Monday night game, and this one, it should be a good one, actually. New England at Buffalo. Big AFC East matchup. Um, and I know New England's playing great. Buffalo, we're still trying to get a handle on them. But uh, this division is going to come down to these two teams. And uh, I, I'm still thinking that they're going to be splitting the games and so i think buffalo is going to get this first one at home 
and probably lose later on to the Patriots when they play again. But uh, I know the Patriots have been playing great, but crowd's going to be big for this one. Uh, but I'm going with Buffalo at home uh, to pull off, uh, even though they're not even favored, actually. Uh, Buffalo is favored by three just by virtue of being home. So, uh, But I'm going with the, the Bills to win this one. Uh, Chicken Wing, what about you? I am going for the Patriots. They are clicking. They are playing. They told everybody, shut the fuck up. We're here. Um, I think I heard them say that, yes. I mean, they pretty Mm -hmm. much did. How they're beating people in in Belichick fashion is just impressive all around. And so on top of Buffalo right now, they've also shown constant – that's an oxymoron. Constant inconsistency. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and it, okay, somehow so it makes sense. You, though. you knew it. Yes, you still went with it. He still went with it. Just yes, let I him, did. Let, yes, I did. No, because th- think it. about it. Okay, now yes, I make fun of them for losing to Jacksonville. Fine, whatever. Yeah. 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 At the same yeah. time, at the same time, they're not beating good teams. They're beating bad teams. And so with New England showing everybody that, hey, we're a legitimate team, I honestly think that they're going to take advantage of that. And Belichick plays them all the time, and then he knows how they play. And so I think he's just going to coach them to beat them at their own game, honestly. Okay. So they're consistently inconsistent. We'll just go. That's it. That, that, is, that, is, that is the title yeah. of this episode. this week's show. Got I love it. it. DJ, what about you? Great. Patriots. Patriots are not just beating teams. They are beating teams up. In the past four games, they've outscored their opponents 130-26. to 26. And they'll go ahead and add the Bills to the next spot for victims. Okay. There you go. Nori? I'm waiting for the Bills to beat a good team. It hasn't happened yet. So okay. I'm going to go with the Patriots. And Rob? I'm taking the Patriots. Their defense has just been manhandling people. Um, Give me fantasy points. I love it too. Ooh. Ooh. No one cares. No one cares about your team. <laughs> <laughs> no, whatsoever. <laughs> um, but yeah, they've just just. It's not even been their offense, honestly, that's been surprising. It's been how well their defense has just completely shut down every big name target that the other team has. Whether it was Cordell Patterson with the Falcons, or when it was, I think, McCaffrey with the Panthers, like, mm-hmm. they barely, they were able to contain Austin Eckler with the Chargers, so, like, they're able to just shut down key pieces of the opponent's offense. They do that with the Bills? I don't see it happening for those, so, Patriots. All right. And that, ladies and gents, is week 13. And that's not even the last of the bye weeks. I, I still can't get over that. It's just crazy. So, yeah. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to the Sports Minorities Podcast. And I know baseball fans out there are saddened to learn that there is going to be a lockout. Lockout. Officially, the two sides could not come to terms on a collective bargaining agreement. The current one expires, and the owners have already voted to lockout. So, all that free agent frenzy that's been going on is going to be going on hold. So uh, there are a lot of star free agents out there that still have not signed with a team, and they're going to be waiting until this lockout ends at this point. So, oh, pobrecito, you're millions and millions and millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. No. Does anyone think this potentially gets into uh, March or April and threatens the beginning of the season? I think it ends by March, honestly. Before spring training or? Before spring training. I hope so. I'm ho- I'm I hope it does, but I can see I'm it going in there and being you know, being chaotic just because, I mean, why not chaos? I mean, there's a lot of money on the line right now, so yeah, I can see Yeah, it. but just I remember the baseball strike of uh, the mid-90s. 90s? Yeah. Yeah. That was the last time there was a work stoppage of baseball, and the league took a long time to recover from that. So yep. you don't need another one right now, like resolve yeah, but this. Yeah, that, that was – but both sides saw how much they lost. Like owners saw how much they lost from games being canceled and players saw how much they lost from being stubborn. So yep. just make something happen. And then there's Bobby Bonilla who still gets paid like millions of dollars every year by the, the 
<laughs> that is, oh my god! Literally the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, on oh track wise. Thanks for listening to Sports Minorities. Uh, I'm JC, your resident Titans fan. Let's heal up on the bye week and just uh, get rested and healthy. So, uh, joining me as always are Chicken Wing on Strain. Um, Nori, yeah. going going for my Giants. You know, I uh, I never know how to, what to think about them, so I don't have any uh, zingers this week. If they beat Miami, how excited are you going to be? Pretty happy because Miami's pretty hot right now. I'd be pretty happy. Uh, I think it'll be closer than people think, but um, a, a lot of it depends on who we're getting back, who's coming back healthy, and you know, depends. I might change my pick if everybody comes back healthy. All right. Uh, this is Rob, aka the Trinity. Try to find the over under on how many shots Nori's taking during the Giants game. <laughs> I say. I say five. I say over over five. Over that. Over that. <laughs> okay. That was too easy, JC. Damn it. Uh, DJ, voice fan, and uh, really hoping that with Mike McCarthy sidelined, we can we can get a victory, a speedy recovery, sir. But. If you want to take extra time off, that's fine too. No rush. <laughs> yeah. No rush. No rush. Yeah. Take all the time you need. Six weeks. Thanks everyone <laughs> for listening. Uh, be safe out there with the Omarion variant. Yeah, that's a lot more fun to say than what the actual name is. Oh my variant. goodness. <laughs> yeah. I'll catch you guys next week on the Sports Minorities <laughs> Podcast. Check you later. Thanks everyone once again for listening to the Sports Minorities Podcast. We do appreciate it. If you want to keep the conversation going, we're on Twitter at Sports Minor Pod and also on Facebook at Sports Minorities. Our YouTube channel, Sports Minorities. Search on there. We live stream every now and then just some random stuff. And you can also reach us via email, sports.minorities at gmail.com. We do appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to us, and we'll catch you all next time.